Yeah. If you're visiting from overseas, just go to Byron Bay. Like, it's fine. It's just that we've all been there, done that, seen it change into a wank fest. Yeah. Like, the streets are all paved in gold. When they got rid of the dank, it's like, yeah. you know, you get rid of the dank, a place loses its soul. And, uh, yeah, it's all just, I don't know, fucking Mercedes Benz and douchebags. Teslas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Teslas now. Yeah. Well, there's mm-hmm. not a single person there's a local. The locals are gone. Yeah, well, no, locals can afford to live. I mean, locals can't even afford to live anywhere. Well, anywhere they could afford has been washed away in the floods. So It's like I've never seen a worse thing where people from a distant area came and forced the locals away from that particular area. Never happened in this country. Never happened in this country. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's never happened in any other country. Either. No, I think it, I'm pretty it. sure. Pretty never sure happened anywhere. No. Mm. That's very, very uncommon. Yeah. Very uncommon. That's why they're so disappointed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I live there, so I don't know why. We're just, just fucking ragging on the place. Like, you are, actually, it's funny. Actually, it's funny. I do have a reference to Nimbin. Hey. I have a note here, and it says, Doki. <laughs> I'm waiting. Yep. Looks like if I went to Nimbin, I'd see him walking down the street and just think, wow, that guy actually cares about COVID. <laughs> or, or he's a raver who makes and sells his own clothes. Mm. There is that, there does have that feel about it, doesn't it? It's like, you know, like, uh, you know, when nurses, you know, they always say that, that healthcare workers and hospitality staff, they party the hardest. It looks like he's just, just transitioned seamlessly from the hospital straight to the nightclub scene and then back in. Are you saying... He works at a hospital and he's, he's, he's a part-time wrestler and he works at a hospital. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Dr. Doki? Dr. Doki. <laughs> is that why that bar he carries out is like bent? That's like how he tests temperatures of people? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Think warm thoughts. Oh, <laughs> well, let's Doki. not think warm Thank thoughts. God you're here. <laughs> Dr. Doki, how conscious of you to make your own hemp pants. And hemp mast. Dr. Doki makes house calls. Is that fishnet, Dr. Doki? <laughs> like, oh my God, there's a young boy sick in Ward 3. Ward 3, that's four, like, that's four levels down. No, Dr. Doki, don't jump out the window. <laughs> he gets there on time, man. That's Kevin Kelly's like, get out of the way. I need to apply yeah. the Doki Chokey. It has to be has to be involved in, yeah, I was going to say, it has to be involved in, like, um, when anyone has like anaphylaxis or anything, like in comes Doki, an expert on clearing the pathways. Just when you thought we were done, it's time for fun. It's time for these chaps to have a chat about the lads in the wrestling match. They may not be able to chant, but these lads are about to have a rant. Are you ready to hear some talk about men grabbing men? Because we are, we were stiff. I like the, um, the, the, the Harold Ramsey. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> the jowls. Yeah. Jowls in there. Look, I still feel rusty with it, okay? That's like Hogan after um, when he was doing like the, the buoys. Hi, <laughs> Japanese! I'm a Japanese! I'm a Japanese!
um, if people would like to engage with you, Josh, or about the show in the future, how would people actually get involved with us, the show, and you yourself? A tremendous question, Red. I'm glad you asked. And at the time in which you asked, too, very timely. Uh, that would be on Twitter at WeWorkStiff, at WeWorkStiff on Twitter. Uh, you can find the do, Discord. Do we links. have a Discord? We do have a Discord. You can find the links at oh. it's our pinned tweet. All our links are there. Uh, you can find us via that way. Some please join the Discord. It's a lonely place. It's, it's it, we call it the Stiff Island. It's a lonely island at the moment. Uh, but in time it will build, I'm sure. People will they, they will come. It's not lonely. I see you on there all the time by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I as it's as uh, De Niro in Heat says, I am alone, I am not lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody go chat to Josh. Yeah, yeah. Or oh, trust me, people do on Twitter. I hear it well, all the time. Clearly, they must because we have some questions. Wow, Red, watch out. Segway through hey. the top. Dave has just smashed out of the park. We can be a tag team, Red. <laughs> the segways. <laughs> the segway surfers. Oh, yeah. but, <laughs> just adding a, a surfer gimmick very rarely gets yeah. over. Yeah, sting, maybe. It's about Sting. That that stings it. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, yeah, it's actually, I put out a call for uh, questions on Twitter and we, I, I made a nice little Great Khan um, meme because, you know, Great Khan's have had quite a Vegas vacation. And, you know, I got, a, I got one question. And then I put out, I was like, oh, it's a bit sad. We only got the one question. Then I put out a tweet where I quote tweeted and just put a tweet with uh, Ishii saying, I'm a sad man, write whatever you want about me. And people felt bad for us. And so they sent in a bunch of questions. It's just the key is pity. That's what I've learned. <laughs> That's what we're working with. Yeah, we're, we're, I'm, yeah. I'm working with anything at this point. Garnering is simpy, mate. <laughs> Go on pure yeah. simpy. Uh, so as a consequence, uh, uh, we've got a bunch of questions that have come in. And I think uh, we've sort of grouped them into a couple of themes so we'll, we'll, we'll cover them here now for again for people who know what's happening with this show we are recording this like just before the final night of the tournament i think the structure of this will basically be us recording the body of the show we'll go through the normal show and then we'll have a little preview at the end once we know actually what's going to happen uh, towards the final so this has all been recorded before we've seen that final night it's the benefit of being exactly. australian we can record right before i can eat my dinner and then watch new japan pro wrestling so uh some best of super junior final questions so uh this is from the doctor is back speaking of doctors yeah Dr. jonathan's back an actual doctor an actual Dr. doctor jonathan, a fan of the show clearly. yes a repeated uh customer he's a return visitor i'm sorry for offending you last week Good clearly job. not red he's back I loved it. Loves it. I can do his voice again. I don't. I don't know. We want to test. I don't want to test this. Uh, Don't go too strong. Uh, So the question is: uh, the final on the third will be at Budokan. Will the buzz from the tournament be enough to get a better house, or are we looking at small Budokan crowd again? Uh, So yeah, for people that uh, haven't had to endure the last couple of years of New Japan Pro Wrestling. They've been going to the Budokan because it's large and it's spaced out. So you can put a lot of people in there relative to the size, you know, when they had to cap crowds. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a consequence, we had some quite small houses in the Budokan, which was quite quite sad. And um, Wait, so this was during the pandemic you're talking about? During the pandemic, yeah. During the pandemic, they went to the Budokan for a bunch of stuff because of the, the scale. So the G1 final was at the Budokan and... Yeah. It, it, just because at the time, like if you were in a small venue like a Corican, you could only have like 25% or 30% capacity. So they went to larger buildings to be able to get more people in. Yeah. 
yeah it's a terrible aesthetic like it sounded bad it looked bad but ultimately they were able to get more people in relative to what they would have been able to do in a smaller venue like it justifies a lot of their stadium decisions i think you know mm-hmm. um when are they allowed to chant the rumor is at the budicon see uh, oh shit they'll fill it then yeah that's exactly they're feeling it it's going to be massive. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, I like we go. No, no, they are. They are. It's, it's, it's the final of the Boss J is one of the best tournaments held universally in the world. And, you know, it's going to be absolutely packed. People are jonesing for it. Uh, they're keen you said, for it. You said you were let down by not hearing a card read. Trust me. Hope is the enemy in this situation. No, 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 no. How many people, wait, how many people does the Budokan hold? I think the Budokan holds, I will give you an exact number the budokan holds uh 14,470 they'll be 10 off that so 4,000 i sorry reddit you go first you were answering and i cut in no no i just i just i just don't see why if they're allowed to chant it's it's the final i think people have been jonesing for it i think it's going to be a sellout uh i think it's going to be incredibly refreshing to see honestly it's going to be it's going to be Knock and fucks. <laughs> Ever the optimist, Red. I like it. Um, I think it'll be a bigger crowd than what they've had in the past. I think with the buzz of the tournament, I mean, the crowd's really been getting into it. So, yeah, I think they'll. it'll be a bigger crowd. Look, I don't know whether they'll sell out. I don't know whether they'll have, like, capacity caps still with they some will, sort of COVID spacing stuff. They might be able to cheer, but... I'd seen Dave that they had said. I'd seen on a, on a Discord that I'm in. I'd seen there was a report from Budokan saying that it didn't appear to be socially distant seating. So that's an interesting sign that potentially that they're going to open up to as many people as possible. I mean, for me, there's a big factor that's sort of an elephant in the room that no one's talked about during a lot of this is that ultimately, like, if I'm a New Japan fan and I'm a little concerned about COVID, if I can stay home and watch it on new japan world and i wasn't able to cheer i think a lot of the crowds this year like why would you go out if you didn't have to relative to you know the live experience you know having been to a show over there there are there is like activity stuff that happens sort of on the way in uh and then we like in the stadium before you actually go in and pass the doors like there's little signing sessions like honma was there when i was there and i was too scared to go and say hi but um natural response really i guess it i guess it all depends on how people feel about getting in and interacting and being close like is there covid fear around still like be able to cheer and stuff which could bring a bit of fear to it you know it's the first time that people are going to be cheering so is it more likely to spread you know that's the type of I, i don't know i think it's a bit of an unknown i do think it's match dependent the crowd Hmm. i think that we'll see not like um this week at Oda Ward had the biggest crowd it has had it during the pandemic um, for the Robbie Despy main event. And that after Robbie ELP, the, the sales went through the roof. People had just thought, oh, that's going to be an awesome main event. We've got to go see Are it. Are you saying that Robbie's a draw? I believe he is. I Ooh. actually think Robbie is a legitimate <laughs> draw. Stunning. I know. But it appears that he right. has moved to that position where he moved tickets. And I think the company saw that too. Nearly 2,000 at Oda Ward. I mean, that's a sign. Like that place can hold 4,000 and it had COVID restrictions. So it's about, they sold every uh, seat they they had on sale for Oda Ward. So if that's an indication, it's like maybe it will do all right. Um, 
maybe I, I don't know. I hope it does all right. If they can if they can scream and cheer, there's only one final I want. And I think if they name that match, I think people will come for it. I'll be coming. <laughs> so will Robbie. Yeah. Oh no, he won't. Unfortunately, he won't be in it, but uh, nonetheless. Look, I, I get the whole COVID. Match later. I get the whole COVID thing and all that kind of stuff. And I and I really want everyone to be safe and all that kind of stuff. I just well, Japan's think, made sure of it. I just yeah, but that, that's what I mean though. I, I just think that it's gonna be a sellout. Well, yeah, put it this way, it could be a COVID sellout, it's the term that we've used for a long yeah. time. Yeah, that'd be all right. What would they yeah. do as a COVID sellout? So they say they did what four two, probably four, probably four. four. Probably well, four, six. Well, they do half. Half seven. might be it. I mean, that would be huge. Seven. But I don't. Again, I'm not sure. I, I, I'd be, I'd be saying between three and five. I would probably, if I were going to guess, that's where I'd yeah. guess. And I went to a local boxing tournament thing recently in Cobram, which is about 20 minutes from here, and there was 1,500 people there. So I can't. And that was like all amateurs. I can't see why they wouldn't be able to put two and a half, three, four, five thousand people in a. Well, mate, you can't. I mean, you know, Despi and Hiromu are draws, but they're not as big as the Cobram Fight Night. Like, come on, nah, they're not. <laughs> come on, Dave was uh, was was uh, Dookie also involved in that boxing tournament? No, but the local beef jerky guy was. Wow. So the Doki jerky. That's the... jerky. Yeah. Nice. Uh, you segue me into another question, Rez. That's fine to go to the next question, Josh. Yes. Uh, yeah, actually, that's a yeah. I mean, uh, I didn't even think about that. But Josh, uh, have you got any questions about Doki? <laughs> I've got. You have to lead me into the. You don't have to lead. Sort of gives away the question. Uh, I'd like a Doki question, thanks. Yes, cue me up, oh, Doctor Joe. Doki. Oh, Speaking of doctors, yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, part of a question that I've put here in the in the Boss J thing uh, is a question from zkg at zkg underscore zero. Uh, who's jumped in and asked a bunch of questions today, even before I put out the simpy. So thank you, ZKG. Uh, and the question is, when should Doki get a belt and why is it yesterday? That's a brilliant question. Yes. He might die his next match. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 there's only so many tomorrows for Doki. Is that a two-part question? <laughs> <laughs> First part, when should he, it's, a, it's a question and an answer, to be honest. So, basically, I think you've answered Darren, your own question there. Uh, Yes, I mean, look, he has. Can we? I mean, I don't know how many people have been watching Doki matches. I mean, he's, he's one of my boys. I've been following him, uh, but he's in, he's great. Like he's like he's not just a. I think everyone thinks he's like a meme wrestler because his name's Doki and he wears a mesh shirt and stuff. Uh, but he's like a good. He's good. Like he's he's a risk taker lunatic that you just need in a division where it's like just a little bit of scary, and he's got that little bit of scary. And I. I mean, I don't think he's going to get a belt uh, like a like the junior heavyweight belt, but I do think junior tag is like if Master Wato can be a junior tag champ, then sure as shit Doki can. I mean, isn't there some sort of like trios never belt or something? Oh wow, yes, there is. A tri- <laughs> great, a never belt. Thanks, Dave. You've you've set the bar very high from never trios. He's a junior, true junior, but never six man might happen. I mean, uh, Kenamaru beat Show and then picked up the belt, and Kenamaru and Doki a team, so. It's very possible that could be his first belt in New Japan. I mean, Yoshihashi got that belt. I mean, that's that's. I mean, he's elevated that belt. And I'm not even joking. He actually did elevate that belt. But uh, it's the belt for people that you never thought could get a belt. Belt. That's the never <laughs> open six. <laughs> Why? 
the belt for the people that you know oh, unlikely oh, belts put, put it on mjf or out of there yeah we might as well he's i'm sure he'd be happy with that you know yeah that'll keep him happy <laughs> at least you get to win that's always good uh okay speaking Speaking of other, this is tremendous, Dave. What a segue. Uh, so some of our questions have come in uh, off the back of uh, Double or Nothing uh, were related to, uh, I think, off the back of the, 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 you know, the best Super Juniors having a real diverse roster. And then off the back of that, there's a lot of talk about G1 sort of coming forward. And we've sort of got two questions that are very similar. So I'll read them both and then we can have a discussion. Uh, the first question is from Curtis again. Uh, at El Destructo 83 from uh, the Akata Shorts podcast. Uh, always a great supporter. Always asking great questions. Uh, and even integrating facts into these things, little things that we can like, oh, that's right. Uh, the question they have, is... They have a great podcast. I just want to throw out. I, I checked it out. It's really good. <laughs> you, you, you listen, Red? Yeah. Good stuff. There you go. Um, yeah, they are good. That's... Um, is there any way that we'll get five different champions from five different companies in the G1 like we did in the Best Super Juniors? Is there any way the G1 roster is as diverse as this Best of Super Juniors was? That's from Curtis. And the doctor wanted to add another little element in here for the question. He said, how similar do you think the G1 will be to this tournament in terms of makeup from other companies? Question mark. Uh, it's from Dr. Jonathan as well. So both Curtis and the doctor uh, Curtis and the Doctor sounds like some. It kind does, of... sounds like a Triple J <laughs> afternoon show. Yeah, well, maybe three AM. Maybe three AM. The Claire <laughs> Girls and Curtis. And the doctor. It actually doesn't work the other way around. The Doctor and Curtis. That's my my brother, the Doctor Curtis. <laughs> there you go. There's a Burbs reference for you. I love this street. <laughs> I mean, the the big one for me is uh, is John Moxley going to be in the G one this year? I don't think so, Red. He's he's booked for uh, a a GCW title defense during the G the G one. Not to burst your bubble, unless the man gets on a plane back and forth, which is possible. He's done it. He, he has, has done, done that. He, he has, has done, done that. The lunatic. Um, I, I look. I mean, it's a hard one to answer because with the forbidden door stuff happening right now, um, I'm going to say that I hope, I genuinely hope that we see the merging of AEW stars and, and even more international as well coming over, like, you know, from different promotions now that the world's open. Cause, cause mm. let's face it. That's one of the best things about the G1 is seeing actual matches that we just didn't think were really going to happen between really over really established guys and also not so established and, and, and so over guys as well. But I, I can't see them. I mean, okay. I'm just going to say I hope, but I think we could be a year away from having the the flooded gates of more internationals coming over. Yeah, the full the full lineup, yeah. I think you're right, Red. I'm going to say no because there's a couple of guys who've been moved up from the juniors that I think will be in the G1 this year. And there just won't be enough spots. I think we'll get maybe one guy from AEW. It'd be great if it was like um, Brian... Brian Danielson, I think that would be fun. Yeah. Um, and we might get a TNA guy or someone, someone from somewhere yep. else. Josh Alexander from Impact, I could see. Um, <clears throat> there'll probably be a few guys at AEW clamoring for a spot, whether they do more than one or two. But I don't think that there's not going to be any current champions, unless it's like a, a not that I think Scorpio Sky is going to be going, but in, unless it was like the 
the um, TNT champion at the time. Like if like, I don't know, Miro would probably be a good one to send over. But yeah. Fix the I TNT like belt five, first, Dave. Five different champions from five different companies going to be in the G1. There's just not enough spots. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it depends if, how you want to frame it. Because like, uh, I think Filthy Tom Lawler, who's on strong, um, is a chance to come to come across. He's he's uh, technically still the champion, although a match will be airing at some point in which he may lose the belt. It's very, 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 very likely. Um, but I don't think I, I think you'll see guys to the extent of like your Brody King. I could see a Brody King coming across. I think you'll see guys that have dabbled in both sides already, like AW and, and New Japan, that have got like those dual deals or whatever it is. Um, but the the level of star i could see as i said i could see josh alexander from uh impact we see him coming across especially if he's, he's if he's the impact champion the way their schedule works with with taping i think it's possible um i don't know how likely it is but it's possible uh but yeah i, I don't know if it's the extent that we see here maybe cmll top guy maybe like yeah the uh, i think um, I'm doing as good a job. I don't know if anyone heard Kevin Kelly and uh, Chris Charlton try to explain who was in CMLL when they were asked, like they were just riffing back and forth about other people than Titan. And they were like, they were like, uh, Ultimo Guerrero is like, he's like 60. It's like, that, that's the only <laughs> one they come up with. So they're like, I don't know who's on the roster anymore. So that clearly CMLL fans, uh, not evident at the commentary booth there tonight. So I'm a bit like that. I'm not exactly sure. I think uh, the former Sin Cara might be still there. Mystico, I think he might be still there. Uh, Caristico or whatever. I maybe that guy, but I I think Dave's right. I think there's only so many spots unless we get something similar to what happened this year and they expand the field. That's always a possibility that it's the 50th year and they could do 24 or 26 or 30. I don't know what they could do. Um, and they try to expand the field. That's a lot of nice. possible. Fuck. Um, yeah, but well, like actually, I look forward to one thing if Jason Alexander goes over there. Uh, Josh Alexander. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Send Jason Alexander. Let's, let's do that. Can you imagine it? Oh, very great. I'd be like, yeah, Drew Carey in the Rumble. Um, if Josh Alexander went over there, think about like you could actually have a tag team with him and Dookie because you have walking weapon and walks with weapon. Oh, red! Look at that. That would be tremendous. I'll just let that sit. Just let it sit. Let's fester. They could be the weapons. The weapons. The weapons. A couple of weapons. A lot of the fans in New Zealand. Or like, do uh, you just like put J- like Josh over his shoulder and just with him? He is the weapon. He is yeah. the weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Tremendous. Uh, yeah. So I, I again, I don't think we're going to see that level, perhaps. But, but that no from all of us. Sorry. No, but I think the G one is going to be much more. It's going to be so much fresher. You got guys like Jay coming back. You got Juice coming back. You got it's so much yeah, fresher exactly. as it already I'd is. Say, I'd say the answer to that as a whole question is no and yes. But yes. Tremendous. Yeah. No, there won't be five different champions from five different companies in the G one. But yes, there will be a diverse roster. Much like the boss, Jay. I, I think yep. the best way to answer that would be to, to do the in Australian would be, yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, nah, yeah. Or it'd be, nah, yeah. yeah <laughs> nah, yeah, nah, yeah. Yeah, nah, yeah. Yeah, nah. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. 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 Thank you, Curtis and the doctor. <laughs> Looking forward to Dominion, anyone? Uh, <laughs> yeah, some <laughs> questions relating to Dominion and Forbidden Door, Red. 
Uh, stunning that you'd ask that question, considering we some some of the listeners have asked those very questions, Red. Uh, a question here about, again, uh, ZKG getting in early. It was, I was going to ask about your thoughts, uh, what the thoughts were on what Jay White will do at Forbidden Door. Uh, nobody's been talking about him on the event. Uh, this, I right. said, clear out space, clear out space. Everyone get out of the way. Uh, resident uh, Jay lover uh, <laughs> the, is he's here to, to, to just fill your ear holes with nothing but Jay talk. Uh, Dave, take it away. Yeah, so um, Jay's just going to go to Forbidden Door and win every match. That's what I've decided. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, he'll be there, but there's, I mean, there's still too much stuff going on uh, to be decided. That's why no match has really been talked of, I would think. So as far as, because he's got um, a Carter at Dominion. Yeah. So Forbidden Door comes after Dominion. Uh, yeah, so uh, why would you schedule a guy for a match when he could potentially be your champion. It's a tricky space, isn't it? And that's probably um, it's a good spot uh, to ask uh, Jay Wild's question at Miss Doom on Twitter, just to flow on the back of that, Dave, is with Okada becoming a dad and commenting on taking time off, will Jay win the title or nah? Tremendous from Jay there, integrating yeah. uh, nah into it. Perfect, very Australian. I like that. Thanks, Jay Wild. Miss Doom. Um, so the answer is yeah. I yeah. think Jay wins the title. Yeah. And so if he wins the belt, then it creates a very interesting matchup situation, doesn't it, for Forbidden Door? It also elevates this whole kind of strange... Uh, what, what's this version incarnation of the elite called now? Undisputed Elite? Yeah, that's that's and the, the Bullet Club whole version. Yeah. So, I mean, they're going to try and get whatever that is over. Then the perfect way to do that is to have Jay as champ come in and run the show, be the yeah. king that he is. Yeah, the king switch, baby. Yeah. Um, and Okada wants to go and be a dad. Yeah, he, I mean, the dude deserves some time off far out. He's just yeah. a workhorse, say so bye. Yeah, and I think I, I do. I see a Carter being at Forbidden Door. Obviously, I think that's. Yeah, I think he. I, think I, really I, I actually see a Carter wrestling G one as well. I think, but I do feel like there's a potential that he'll wrestle G one and then take his time off and then come back for Wrestle Kingdom season. That that's a to me makes the most sense. But I do think it's very much in play. I think the put it this way. I think uh, the odds have shortened for Jay to win the belt now that we know that Okada might be looking to take time off. It shores up that Bullet Club stuff. It positions Jay as the top guy. And look, Jay hasn't been mentioned. I think what ZKG is saying is that so Jay doesn't get talked about when people do dream matches. Like when Punk talked about his dream matches, he didn't mention Jay. And because he's a fool. Yeah, or perhaps. Uh, that could be very possible. Uh, he mentioned Osprey. So, I mean, that's highly, and it's when you start mentioning Osprey, brains and Osprey, just, you know, they, these things are not, they, they've never been seen in the same room together. Uh, I love I love that Billy, he calls himself Billy No Brains. Billy No Brains, yeah. I mean, it's, he's self aware at least to recognise that. Yeah. Um, but the position of Jay on AEW is whenever they've pushed this Forbidden Door thing, he's front and centre. Yeah. So I do feel like they've tried to position him as the guy, uh, as sort of opening this up, and he's sort of positioned himself as a catalyst, sort of that that gimmick. So I do feel like they've they've obviously done an, an, an effort to position him in that way. It's just perhaps that we've sort of, maybe it's by design that he hasn't been mentioned. They're trying to kind of 
sort of hide him in plain sight so that when they do announce a match and I mean, I, I personally think they the match the money match is is Jay and Hangman. I don't know. This is talk about Jay and Adam. Cole. I think Jay and Hangman makes the most sort of narrative sense to their histories, especially off Hangman yes. off losing that that belt, um, and potentially maybe there's a story they could go where he could continue to to lose and position him to go for that that belt. Maybe he goes for the other title if Jay is the champ, and that could be an interesting. They got a month to build it, so like. You're gonna to have to rely either on introducing and and Tony Khan said it in his media scrum post the uh, the pay per view. He said, you know, we've got to introduce all of these people and these characters and these stories in a short period of time to sort of yeah. get over. And I think, okay, if you've got to find guys that have got history and Jay and Hangman, um, you know, hard thing to believe AEW fans out there, but New Japan also were high on Hangman and positioned him as the generational rival to their their top young uh, heel in Jay White. So. I think they could always recall that and go back to that story. Um, and I think it would be, it, it makes sense. So I think um, my think my thinking is that, yeah, Jay's going to be in a high position. Um, maybe not the main event, but probably the semi-main representing, you know, defending that belt perhaps against a, a top guy. And I would like to see it to be a guy like Hangman. And I actually think that then if you're going to do, I don't know whether they will, but if you're going to then do Okada and CM Punk, then Akata not having the belt yeah. and losing to CM Punk makes more sense than both of them having a belt. Yeah, and I, I'm not prepared for the internet the day that CM Punk beats Okada. No. <laughs> like, no I neither, don't want to be neither. online for that. Um, no, but I'm talking more from like a... It's, it's possible like now. A, like a booking thing making a bit more sense. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. What if Akata wins, he's not wrestling Punk. Put it that way. No. I can tell you what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that there will be more Jay in AEW. I'm really, really hoping that there'll be more Jay at the G1. But I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely hoping that we get more of a, a driven storyline with Jay being involved with there and sort of like really pushing that sort of like, you know, barrier of New Japan, AEW's relationship, bring it on as well. Yeah. Uh, and and t- I, I mean, what's the impact? That's the one that's called. I agree, Red. Like it's, it's happening. Jay feels like he's been... I don't know, just hiding out in impact, yeah. sort of not really all that concerned about being in the spotlight at all over the last couple of years. Mm. And now that he's back, ooh, the day loves back. Oh, oh, it's growing. Wasn't that exciting when he made his debut though, when he um with the young bucks? It wasn't exciting when I told you about it the night before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wasn't that tremendous exciting? I was like, and that was when I knew I've got the in, got the scoops. Josh Radamus is in play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just to cap off of our forbidden door talk, another question from Jay Wild about uh, at Miss Doom about uh, do we think that Cobb uh, uh, Cobb Khan, aka Khan on the Cobb, uh, will win the tag titles back at Dominion and defend them at Forbidden Door? Uh, I hope so because I don't want to see Farle and Chase defending against FTR. <laughs> I think that would be uh, a tremendous waste. Uh, how can um, how can Cobb be involved and not get the title with everything that's going on with him? I mean, and so- I agree, but I still would like to see the presentation of Tai Chi and Zach Saber Jr. as Techers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine that. the could you just imagine the takes on AW television if those two dudes turned up doing their thing 
<laughs> all the AEW fans being like, "What the fuck is a Tai Chi? Yeah. What the hell is that?" And it's Stop it's a uh, it's a synonym for uh, fucking awesomeness because yeah. the dude is amazing, and the just the the sheer the sheer homoeroticism that would just oh. come through just beam through at that point i just don't think people could handle it especially with like dax in there i have, yeah. look at dax like a big bear dax and the dax wearing little dax oh Fuck. yeah and you got you got what's it's like it would be dashed cash at his fucking wagon it would just it would just everything about it would just feel great i i agree i don't think we're going to get it um they're, they're building that's a wrestle kingdom match put that at wrestle kingdom yeah. that's <laughs> yeah I, I just love the idea of like Tai Chi removes his pants and the crowd's just like, it's like a, a hush. Like everyone's like, oh. It's like, yeah, a, a hush falls over as people realize this is, we're about to see greatness. Um, I do think, I do think that Cobb and Khan will win. And I think that they will go on to Forbidden Door because I think that Cobb uh, is, you know, established obviously. And also uh, he came out with Khan. Uh, recently as well, so they're already sort of yeah. They've yeah. It sort of tipped their hand a bit, there, didn't it? Red? Yeah. Like they've already sort of introduced themselves into the into the fold. Um, ideally, you want them to be representing, and I think to some extent that I think you know, Farle and Chase kind of won it for a photo op. <laughs> that was kind yeah. of a, yeah. I, and like you said, I don't know. Like I don't want to see FTR versus Farle and Chase on Forbidden Door. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know if. Uh, a cross promotion is quite ready for Farley Chase, but um, they'll definitely be up for Cobb and Khan. Farley and Chase versus the Hardys. That's that could be in play. <laughs> that could legit be in play. Don't don't put that into existence. That may happen. Uh, yeah, there's no Kenny Omega on the show. Instead, we get Carney Omega. It'll be but great. I, who would? <laughs> Chase is on the case. Well, that's, then there'd be like a dad bod squad fucking four way then, wouldn't it? It could be. It could literally. Well, I don't know. Uh, Cobb and Khan, though, versus FDR. That's got my money right there. I've got territory loss match feeling. That'll be great. If the rest of the card sucks, that match will be amazing. And if they totally fuck it up and add two other teams. and They may. It looks like they they may add Rapongi Vice. That may be integrated. And that may be to protect it. They may. Look, that's how it looked like they set it up there with the three-way. Yeah. It could be possible no. to protect to protect both parties, basically. Yeah. Rocky's getting pinned. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Can Can I ask a question? Um, you need to write in. Did, you didn't get on Twitter, Red. Um, with Ring of Honor being AEW, mm-hmm. um, what about Dalton Castle? Not. That's any, a good question, Red. Like, what about what, Dalton Castle? Like, I mean, put him in the G1. Fuck. Put him in the G1, exactly. Like put him in the G1. Please back, please back handle it. <laughs> let's, let's break him. You can have the boys substituting on the every off night. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't wrestle with off nights, the boys do it. Yeah. I just think like, you know, with everyone coming over and all that kind of stuff from Ring of Honor and he's been on AEW television. I know he's been on AEW television. I'm just wondering what is happening with Don Castle. And are we gonna see him in AEW? Could we see him in the G1? Like that's a star out there who, in my opinion, could be a massive draw. I just don't know where he's physically. That's the only question yeah. with Dalton. It's just but where he's physically. He's he fits like he's in my opinion, he's kind of like the perfect guy for AEW. He's got heaps of character, he's a great wrestler, he's solid, and he's just fun to watch. And the crowd, like mate, if the crowd can get into Orange Cassidy, 
mm. then they most definitely can get behind Tolton Park. Yeah, well, they, the trouble is that, you know, but you got to sign, you know, we, we would have signed Dalton Castle, but we just had to save the budget for Jay Lethal. <laughs> that was the key. That was the key. So, so we had this thing, this plan, this big plan. Yeah. Seven for three, that plan. Yeah. What, what you're saying that we have to sign you, Dalton, and these 15 men. Yeah, you bring a, you bring a, <laughs> a harem. <laughs> you bring, yeah, here they come. Yeah. He's like Cody. He just brings all his mates. <laughs> He's got, yeah, the Glacier Boys. He's got yeah. them all. Yes, but great question, Red. Yes, I think, it, I mean, put him anywhere. But there's so oh, many guys out there. There's people out, there's so many free agents for it. There's people out there just hanging out looking yeah. for opportunities. I believe that's from at Red Williams on Twitter. Yeah, that guy. I'm, I'm thinking that guy might be a bot. He keeps just trolling every tweet. Every tweet I put out, he puts something in there to support it. He's texting you, Josh. He does. With a capital R. Yes. Ah, good stuff. Great, uh, great questions. A tremendous amount of questions. I hope we did some justice uh, with the splinters uh, of answers that we provide as per usual. Uh, each week now, I, I think our questions section is just like, yeah, nah, yeah, is the... Uh... <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, what's, do we need to do... Uh, what time does Boss J start? It's done. The best of Super Juniors block matches are over. They're finished. We've, we know the final now. Uh Friday night, it will be El Desperado versus Hiromu Takahashi in the Budokan. Uh, hopefully, we're all praying for cheering crowds. It's going to get emotional. We're going to start cutting onions. If they start, They it'll be a, a rematch of the best Super Juniors final from two years ago. Uh, it could get good. It could be very good. If they're allowed to chant, clap, and all that kind of stuff, wrestling is back, baby. Oh, it's officially back. It's officially back. It'll be back, and it's a good time to get into wrestling right now because business is about to be booming. Okay. Okay. You're going to do flex while you're at it? Is that what you're going to do? Flex, 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 flex. Oh, yeah. Brilliant in an audio. On an audio thing. (laughs) Tremendous. Tremendous, Red. It popped the the room. but it is it is going to be it's going to be fascinating to see. Obviously, I think these guys deserve it based on the fact they had to carry an division for two years during a pandemic. So this is hopefully of cheering is their chance to get their flowers in in real time. And how how fitting that Despy hopefully will win it and get his flowers. Hopefully, won't give them the Kodobushi. We might have another incident, uh, and then we will. You know, I'll be crying. He'll be crying. Everyone will be crying. Do it's going to be. Do we find out when we know when whether there can be cheering? We don't know. We just have to uh, wait for the crushing disappointment that we find out that there won't be cheering at some point. That's how, that's how this has been. And, uh, and but, that less crowd attendance. Yeah. They've gone Ke- further. Kevin Kelly did tweet it out. He tweeted out that that was a, that was a proposed thing. And I don't think they go that far to, to, it's very odd to promise something and then not deliver it. It could be, you know, it could lead to a bit of disappointment <laughs> from the fan base. Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's all like a, a weekly occurrence. Yes, uh, but uh, it, we're not used to that here on this side of of uh, the pond. Of the pond, as they say, Red. Yes, you're right. That I'm um, closer to. Yes, <laughs> you're somehow amazingly closer to the pond. Uh, you're just like Robbie Eagles on the pond. You're just mm. skipping across the top of it. Uh, we will. I think it's with so we're with the end. How uh, the wrestling fatigue is real. We've we've survived our first return back to it. Look, Red's Red's just no selling it. It didn't happen once. I didn't have okay. wrestling fatigue once. In fact, Tremendous. I spent just about every single day rewatching every single match just so I could critique that to such a degree. 
that's the the level of commitment i honestly read i think you should be commended i think all the listeners will commend you on the random tweets in which you decide to uh follow adding some extras uh down below uh should we go through our boy teams our teams of boys our our own teams and see who who has won the prestigious best of the stiff juniors for 2022 with a return um, yes, i'll go in uh ascending order starting with the team that came last just so everyone knows i've never ever won ever in life this could be this could be a big thing for it i got got one first round pick that's that's normal it's usually on the round that i don't want everyone gets i love how this works every time (laughs) everyone gets a first round pick right that's how it works but some get multiple some get multiple but it's not not a first round (laughs) the first pick in the second round is not a first round pick i'm just saying i'm just saying okay first round pick and round five or whatever (laughs) (laughs) the sub rounds is this like basketball? Are we having a discussion all these of, years like the... of drafting different types of drafts, basketball, wrestling, and red still quite grasp the concept of rounds. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Uh, we've got to get you, we've got to get a boxing podcast for red. Just like explain. <laughs> <laughs> in round one of 11. And he, so was, like a... he was knocked out in the fourth quarter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Well, coming in last, uh, who was knocked out in probably the second quarter. Uh, was is Josh's team, the Outsiders, who finished with 48 points. Uh, thank you. I thank you. Uh, a tremendously terrible last two nights uh, where basically all of my boys took the falls. Uh, but nonetheless, an enjoyable watch, an enjoyable follow for a lot of the outside foreign talent to get to know and see them. I'm still interested to discuss a couple of the performances. How many points did you get? I finished on 48 points. Oh, wow. So... Coming in second with a total of 58 points. 58 points. Losing to the first place points by two points. Whoa. First being on 60 points. Woo! She's close. The team that came in second is Dave's team. Hey, The new oddities. The new oddities just... Just didn't have enough to pip the new champs. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Who somehow overcame the handicap of both yo and show (laughs) (laughs) to win the best of the stiff juniors. His first pick was his worst performing wrestler. Hey, hey. (laughs) It makes for good content, baby. That's right. The man's all about the content, but he has got the win. Congratulations, Red. Well done, Red. Thank you. Uh, it is. How do you feel? Uh, it's unusual winning. Uh, you know, it's like, all you'd hoped it would be. Uh, you know, it's 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 lonely at the top. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are alone. You are not lonely. You know, I just want everyone out there who you know doubts themselves. Just remember that in. if I can do it, anyone can, Um, you know, it's still my error. Breathe with me. Red, I'm so relieved you won because you came in for clear strategy of winning this thing. Dave came in and somehow picked Ace Austin with like the second last pick. And you were so lucky for a count out. The count out has saved you. You have won by a count out. Uh, A tremendous victory. Uh, Aren't you lucky that all my boys did the job 
and that the only one that got the win was the one that you needed. So yeah. it's a tremendous result. Uh, it's a good fun. I love the fantasy format because it allows us to not have to, you know, watch everything per se, but you get to follow your guys. You get to pick a few guys and yeah. you get the fun of, you know, maybe, you know, like it comes, I, it came down to a final, it was close, but you had it locked. You had it after the show and yo match, right? You had it locked up. Well, I guess it, it sort of makes sense that I should be king of the super juniors because, I mean, I have, I've lost nearly 60 kilos in the past year. You've lost a Linderman. I've lost a Linderman, exactly. So, I mean, I, I weigh, I'm weighing 117 right now. Is that, so you, is that, do I qualify for a super junior? No, you don't. But you, maybe Alex Zane. You probably weigh the same. Probably, As maybe. BLP, Zane, <laughs> Desperado. Well, Although Shingo probably weighed about that weight. Yeah, Shingo got in the tournament at that weight. I'm pretty sure. I think he just had a very I think he like was like had his gut on the on the towel rack when he went in for the weighing for the uh he was holding bed. the towel. He was doing the Daniel Cormier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So congratulations, Red. It's really good. I'm very pleased for you. It's I hope that that will inspire you to be super excited and engaged for the uh the rest of the year of new japan and we've got the g1 coming up red can you go back to back i was just gonna say back to back in one year red i know that i'm gonna try and be the the first ever battle of the super juniors winner and the g1 (laughs) runner-up the ego will have arrived that's for sure yeah you can do the double do the double maybe death will do the double too you can you two can be involved it'll be tremendous well that's great um so with that thanks for listening to we work stiff uh, it's been fun. This is our last episode ever. Yeah. He's packing up. It's done. No, tremendous stuff. Um, I guess, Red, seeing as that you have you have won, it makes sense you should go first on all of these discussions because you have you've earned the right. Yeah. On your winning team, have the hey yo on the winning team, Red. Who throughout the tournament this week and obviously as we wrap it up here, who has been your most impressive guy? Who's the most impressive boy on your team? You you believe? Uh, no, look, if I'm going to say anyone, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say show. <laughs> the reason, the reason why I'm saying show is because pre- before the pandemic went down, he was still, that was still a tag team. And, you know, yo is the apathetic baby. Face. <laughs> oh, I'm trying, you know, show for me, you do realize you have Robbie Eagles and Elder Sprite on your team. You are aware of that. Yeah, the guy that's in the final. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Robbie. Um, <laughs> Robbie Eagles, in my opinion. <laughs> you, I like how you pick the two lowest scoring guys in your team. Like, they're the most, most impressive. No, now, hear me tell me about why look, these guys are great. The reason why is because show and yo with these stupid parallel storylines, but it was because show literally had something different that I hadn't seen him doing before. I like the fact that he seemed like uh, a possessed anime version of himself. It's like in an anime or like a cartoon or like a TV show yeah. where the good character has been taken over by a demon. By a demon. Yeah, but we all, we all know they're a good person, but there's something else controlling <laughs> him. And so, like, that's the whole thing. That's Are you introducing I- lore into the show character no, now? I, I think I'm you might be saying- doing this. I'm just saying that I just think that right now show is possessed and he, he's like the good show still in there. And, and he, you know, he does these like, you know, like, his, like little touches scream, he screams and all this kind of stuff. So I just thought in terms of character work going forward and everything show to me was the most different to when I saw him last. That's true. 
so I guess that's why, if, because if I go through my notes and have a look, it's all show heavy. It's a big show. I just, I read, I, again, you, you're continually surprised. You're going to get a lot of people excited because there's a lot of people out there that, that will contend that show is the man and show is great. So I'm not, I'm, I don't even go on the internet. I send tweets like a text. <laughs> you're on the internet now. <laughs> <laughs> what is this contraption that I'm attached to? Uh, yeah, no, well, what, that's why I'm cranking this wheel right now. <laughs> oh, you were cranking it. I, I, crank- I, thought, I saw you in that. Uh, yeah, look, I mean, look, Robbie Eagles and Desperado, absolutely sensational. Every single one of their matches were bangers. And <laughs> exactly. You know, I, I mean, they're in terms of wrestling, that's why I watch it, but. I'm going to stick with my guns. I started That's off good. with Yo, and I'm going to finish off with Show. Show. Right. <laughs> tremendous. Absolutely oh, tremendous. Well, I'm no, glad. No, I'm, not, I'm not going to mention their match. Yeah, I think it's you're actually intentionally, you're, you're, you're doing your best to avoid talking about the key, the Robbie oh, Eagles run really. of the last week. Unbelievable. <laughs> really? Okay, Dave, uh, of your team that got so very close, Dave. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I, yeah. You know, we don't. I don't pick for wins. I pick for interest. Um, uh, look, I mean, the my guy, the guy I've liked following the most has been ELP. I kind of knew that from the start that he was going to be the one I wanted to watch, just to see how it all unravels with him. And some interesting wrinkles in the character have come to light in the last couple of matches, where he's lost. <clears throat> and um, ended up crawling to the back and doing a bit of baby work and or sympathy work. That's sort of an interesting sort of character development that I've sort of taken note of. And, uh, yeah, ELP. But, look, I've liked watching lots of my guys. I've even on Wato Watch, I've even, um, even gotten a bit of, I don't know. I still don't know what a, a master Wato is. Maybe he should be El Wato. Maybe you need to be the something before you can be the master of whatever it is. Yeah, like it's the way to the grandmaster. Maybe the El Master. Like way to way to El Grandmaster. The El Wato. The El Wato. El Wato. Yeah, he has to be an L before he can be a master. Or lost. Um, take it. He took plenty of L's. He did take sure. a few L's, but then he got a few wins. Look, he did. He's, he's kind of like he showed me a bit. He's got gets great hang time and a lot of moves. He does. Um, and yeah, I mean, like character-wise, it's still it's still pretty bleak. <laughs> well, you know, it's bleak when you want to add the L. Just give him an L Wato, and it might it might help him. It'll get him over. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I liked watching him. I really loved watching um, Ace Austin. Um, he was my sort of full surprise packet. Yeah, but yeah, I'll go with ELP just for sheer entertainment value. I love the strutting and all the flippy dewy crazy stuff. The match with Robbie Eagles oh. was just insane and so much fun. And you know, I would like compare compare that to some of the other garbage wrestling that I've been watching over the weekend, and it's just night and day. Yeah, and it's that that match is the type of thing where it's like for the first time in a long time for New Japan, it's like the match you could recommend to the casual fan like this watch this match just watch this that's literally how you go about it it's like if i'm going to put on a match in in two people like you know you talked up new japan and everything it is that match you put on not showing up yeah <laughs> yeah don't, don't <laughs> whatever you do red you're like i would love it really like look he's my most impressive guy you got to see this guy okay you're like, gonna see 
<laughs> character work. Can I get ELP versus Robbie? Just you got to get through your veggies before you get your dessert. So just. Yeah. I mean, look for all the, you know for all the casuals. It's even got nipple cripple in there and fucking all yeah. sorts of fun shit. They do backflips and like high spots to begin with. They have callbacks to matches they've had in the past. They have callbacks to other people's matches. They call yeah. like they it it was it had everything and it had an insanely hot Corican crowd that I honestly think had someone decided I'm chanting, the whole crowd says, yeah, we're in. It was like, on oh, the, look, they were edging. It was an yeah. edging crowd. And ELP, like he pushes old blokes out of their chairs and the young <laughs> boys have to save it. And then he pushed the lady out of a chair. Like, yeah. Clear out. Get the fuck out of the way. I'm about to do something ridiculously, like that's going to be hazardous to my health. And yeah. I'm trying to, trying to protect you people. And then Robbie's like, fuck both my knees. I don't need these things. Like, the level of like they gave him 25 minutes, which is crazy. Like you don't sort of see that during like night, whatever it was, night eight or night seven, whatever it is, like some random night. You're like, it was a match that the the final is going to have difficulty topping. Like that's so rare in a tournament to see that. The best Super Juniors is not like the G1 in that respect. They always sort of build, they have cool high flippy spots, but they don't have that. Like that was a story match. That was like a match that felt like the, the end of something like it felt yeah, like a well, close of a chapter yeah an interesting sort of yeah a part of that whole feud that they're being going through and then like the elp the elp sort of crawl to the back without help you know refusing help and then you know robbie thanking him as he's sort of crawling and then elp gives him that it gives him the uh middle finger and yeah, yeah it's like and the crowd sort of going ooh. Yeah, so I mean, look, ELP is great. He's just fun. I mean, you know, even in tonight's semi-final, when he when he punted the Desvi pillow, <laughs> like he's just he's just so entertaining. Yeah, there's he's just he's got charisma. He's got like yeah, he's he stood out. I like I wasn't one of my boys. Like, look, my boys weren't going great. So I was looking around. I was looking for adopting a boy at that point. I was like, I'll just follow some of these guys. And I that match, as I said, that match to me is that it's it's going to be near impossible to top. And I, I really think it's one of those things where we'll look back and say that was the match where we as Australians got to see like, like Robbie Eagles is like the fucking man. Like he's he's yeah, a so it's good. a legit best in the world. He's in that category now, like one of the best workers on the planet. And to get to like that you said, point today, like in form, he's so in. He's form. in form. Yeah. yeah, he's just feeling it. Everything's like he. We saw the nest. The short boys are out. I think nothing says confidence, Red. You know, it's like pants down. Like he just. Put out the thighs. Yeah. Look, we even saw him headbutt the concrete. <laughs> I mean, I mean I've, never, I've never seen someone flip so hard. <laughs> that they, they literally face planted through the middle, went for a dive into the crowd. It's like he went for a stage dive and missed everyone. And that's like how tough he is. There's actually an imprint of his face in that. Yeah. Everyone's got a souvenir to take home. They've got Robbie Eagles. It's like the, it's like the man's Chinese theater, the walk of fame. Robbie's face is planted in the fucking sun plaza but the yeah i, I i'm with you there well he was great and i i don't know where we go to with elp from here i think i think he has to go up i think that's it's calling him <clears throat> he needs he needs that uh that that heavyweight move to the he couldn't finish despy tonight mm. and uh you know despy kicked out of his finisher so it looks like if he's going to go up he's going to have to find find something and he wasn't stealing anyone's moves no tonight, which is like an interesting sort of I don't know. Wrinkle. Is layer to his onion. Oh, the onion layers are coming out. The un Dave and the onion layers. I'll be cutting onions when Despy wins the tournament, but it is 
yeah, you're right. Like it, he went back to the sudden death. He went back to the old, he went back to a move that was purely his and he failed. But the fact that he didn't try that shit is a sign that maybe he's trying to be his own man. Mm. So did he try the one wing and angel and the V trigger. No, not, not in the death not in that match. He teased fight. it. Yeah. He teased it. So the idea yeah. was he, he set him up the exact same way, he pulled down, he pulled down his knee pad. He got him to the other side. He pointed at him. He did the gun salute. And instead of doing the V trigger, he tried to do the sudden death. So that is a complete shift. Like that is a shift 180 from his character from where he's trying to call back leaders of Bullet Club past to being his own man. I have a yeah. feeling that that's not unintentional, that there could be something happening there where ELP is, is maybe he goes to become his own man. Who knows? But it might have to happen if he wants to be a heavyweight because he's not going to be one in Bullet Club, I don't think, with... Juice and Jay. Mm. What about you, Josh? Who's your boy? Oh, the magic walnut. Yeah. I mean, flying walnut. The flying, he will make you believe a walnut can fly. He makes every other man look transparent. That's just that's I, just the reality of the walnut. I think everyone needs L Walnut. You just you need to have uh, so yes, yeah, for people out there that don't know the walnut, uh, <laughs> you know who the walnut is. Let's be honest. Come on. Who looks like a walnut? Just have a guess. Have a guess. Uh, L. Linderman. Um, going into this tournament, I was excited about the prospect of seeing him. I'd heard about him. I'd heard about Strong Hearts. I saw him on a dark match once. I remember him on the pay-per-view early days back in AEW. I'd seen some of his uh, gifts and shit on Twitter. But I was not prepared for the bucket of charisma. The little, the little, looks like a squirrel, looks like a chipmunk. He looks like a walnut. He looks like he's combined all of these things to be like a, a woodland creature and he's like a gremlin he's a stiff little like a sawn off shooter i just love him he's got a type of charisma that i don't think i don't think you can kind of quantify i said it to red the other night i was like he's like okada in that like he when he gave his promo at the end of when he beat desperado which is a tremendous match and i highly recommend it. it's probably the best match of my boys during this um this run when he beat Desperado, he got up there and he just was so happy. And he was like, it was like, it was like, um, he could become off as corny. And that's often what uh, Okada comes off as. He has this weird corny thing. Yet he's an arrogant guy, but he's like smiling and laughing and happy. And he's like, come on, everybody do this shit. And he got the whole, like, like a pure baby face idiot, try to get everyone into a chant of gleet when they can't cheer. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's gleet time. It's like, they can't say anything, Linda. It's like, but he, he just had this charisma that everyone was with him. And it's like that guy captures everything. All of his matches, he, you know, he didn't win a lot of matches, but he won. Like to me, it's no accident that he beat Desperado. You don't, if you're in Japan, you don't give him that match. You don't give him that win unless you're trying to send him a pretty strong message. Like look at the reaction you get. Look at the commitment we'll put into you to beat Despy. Look at the, look at what this feels like to be in the main event of a sold out Corican Hall where you're going over. You could be a star here, Linda. Just, just yeah, come on, come on, come over here, come on. And I just think he—he's a guy that they have to try to get for more tours. They have to try to get for more stuff. Every match of his I've found fascinating and interesting. He's different. He's tiny. He just—it's just some. It's a different presentation, and you just want diversity. And mm. I just—I went in there trying to find all these different types of guys. I thought I'll get these different, you know, unique guys. Alex Zane was really impressive, but Linderman fit. He just fit perfectly like he fit like he could be the champion in six weeks and you wouldn't bat an eyelid like that's yeah. the level of fit um 
as I said, Alex Zane is my runner-up. I thought he was very good and did everything possible to get himself over. You know, great work with the Twitter and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, man, Linderman, I just want to see more of the dude. I'll, I'll watch Gleet to watch that guy wrestle. He's just fascinating. And just look at him. Just, I, I dare, I, I, I dare anyone, just look at the man and not go like, oh, like, oh. <laughs> you know, like, Robbie O face off. Oh, he's just, he's just so wholesome. And then he'll kick the shit out of you. He's got shooter ears. Like, you've seen those ears. Like, he's already been accidentally adopted four times on this tour. I, I, you could you could imagine it if he got if he jumped in the crowd and landed in a stroller you wouldn't like you could take the man away and you wouldn't notice like he is tiny he's a tiny man as as Dave said he's the size of Ace Austin's leg. Well, that, that, that's that's when I first noticed how big Ace Austin was. Yeah, everyone looks big in comparison yeah. to El Linderman. Yeah, what a, a lovely man. I am all in on El Linderman. The more I see him, the better. I, I hope they do much more with Strong Hearts. Um, let's get T-Hawk in the G1 and get Linda to come back and be his second because I just want to see the guy work. Yeah. He's great. I'm super yeah, impressed. He's yeah, he's fun. Okay. So, red. This, I'm now red. I'm really fascinated because I think it's... Okay, let's get to the corner. It's, it's ready for... It's Hey Yo. Red, who was your least impressive, your most disappointing, your knees to lift? Got to show more. Hey Yo. Yo? <laughs> No. <laughs> no. Uh, <clears throat> What's the go with Yo, Red? What is the go with Yo? Well, I mean, I really feel like someone needs to be sitting across from him on a chair while he lies <laughs> down and says that to him. Um, but, I mean, I picked him first because I literally thought like, well, you know, I mean, show's doing that. What's Yo got? And this was the chance to actually do something to actually build something going forward but no no it turns out there's an actual character type in, in wrestling that i'm not aware of that i discovered literally while watching yo and show this afternoon the apathetic baby face never heard of it <laughs> i don't think i've ever seen it not but the empathetic not. baby face no, the, <laughs> i couldn't be stuffed baby face yeah, yeah. And it, it just for me, his matches just went from like me being optimistic at first, going, oh, there's something there. There's something there. Like, you know, if, if you look at my matches, I'm like, oh, yo, great drop kick. Oh, I can't wait to see more of that. And But as, as his matches went on, mm. I found myself, my notes was, was shifting from yo to the wrestler he was wrestling. Yeah. And, mm. and, and not I in went, a good way. Yeah, no, no, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, he made them, like, not necessarily look great. He dragged them into a but, weird... Yeah, that's what he, he... He made their matches just, like... And then you conclude... And then and then you said it before. Had they booked it in such a way that Yo and Sho's match actually meant something? Hmm. Like, potentially, Yo got in a position where he could have made it into the final? Or, or spoiling show at least. Or you know? spoiling show exactly. Add some depth to it. But no, they didn't do that. So... What they essentially have done is they've just gone, well, we've now got this mid-carder that's apathetic in a baby face. We have this dude who's possessed by a demon <laughs> and we know the good version of show is in there. And You're going to suck him out one day, Rick. Or, <laughs> or perhaps that's what it is. Maybe. Oh, here we go. Conspiracy book in corner. Maybe <laughs> a, a demon has gotten into both of them. 
And the only way for the two of them to like separate the demon is to rejoin as a tag team. Oh, there you go. And where do they find inside every man? There are two wolves. One is yo, one is show. (laughs) (laughs) Which one will you feed? Yeah. So, I mean, there you go. So, yo, I mean, yeah, because I, I, I'm with you, Red. Yo, I honestly, like, if you like this tournament has been so good as a reintroduction, you guys coming back in and yo is a life sucker. Like, he's a, he sucks the energy out of the room. Like, the man is a vortex of like, and, I, and it's by design. I found it fascinating because ultimately the Yo-Hiromu match where Yo, like that's the big match where Yo beats Hiromu and it's like the big story of like, I finally got over you because you called me, you know, you told me like the in the build-up to this, Yo had been told by Hiromu in promos that Yo shouldn't be there. He doesn't care. If he doesn't care about wrestling, he should just quit. He's, he's just there to cash a paycheck and it's, it's an embarrassment. Hey, I mean, how is that guy a baby face? I just don't understand how that can be. I don't think you are. Like, I think that it has to be to turn him slowly into like this, like this, this insufferable prick that no one thinks should have a spot that's taking up a spot of someone else. But then when he beats Hiromu, he sits in the middle of Corican and decides to cut the most baffling promo I've, I maybe have ever heard. And I put it on Twitter saying, like, I'm all in. I was, like, being uh, sarcastic. And people were like, yeah, see, I told you. Yo's got something. I'm like, no, no, I didn't say he was good. I just said, like, I'm in for a man who unapologetically says, I am profoundly boring. <laughs> like, I just think <laughs> if you are willing to sit in front of a sold-out Corrigan and say, I'm a boring man, and you guys want diversity and difference and people to be themselves, well, I am a boring man. And I appreciate your support. It's like I'm going to be the boring wrestler. I will bore to glory. And oh, it's like, Jesus. what is that guy? Like, how can you, like, how can you get behind that guy? Like, I, I am, I have no real personality, and I know it. And I just like to do my job, and I, I try my best, but I'm not really that good, and I don't really care too much. Now, buy my merch. Thank you very much. Like, it's, it's so odd. And I, I said, you said, Red, maybe, and as Dave asked, it's not a, it's not a baby face act. Well, maybe it isn't. Maybe the long-term play is he's going to get like X back heat and people are going to go away and it's going to be like, he, he eventually finds the demon, Red. He finds oh, the, the uh, demon and they join back together in the, as a heel tag team. He, I, but I mean, X back, I mean, if he started going, wow. Uh, yeah. every move. I mean, at least, I mean, that'd be something. Maybe he just starts crotch shopping as he comes to the ring. Yes. Introduce something, a color. Yeah. It, I mean, like, imagine if he formed a faction, House of Yo. <laughs> yes. The real House of Torture. The House it's of Yo. Like, it's like, yo, you, you hate these guys getting chairs and, and the fucker. <laughs> yeah, I do none of it. But it's like, we're all really boring. <laughs> we will bore you to death. Oh, yeah. What, what can we not I do? Bad. I don't like to shit on wrestlers, but yeah. But I mean, it's uh, yeah. What do you do? What do you do with that? No, it's not. It's not shitting on them because it's intentional. Like we've seen what Yo can do. That's the point. Like yeah. Red was saying, it. We've seen what Yo and Show can do. This is intentional. They are being booked to be this way. It's particularly Yo. So it's not shitting on him. It's shitting on the presentation of how he's being positioned. And yeah. I think when he goes out and says that in that promo, I'm boring. But you know, I'm trying to be. I think he's at least acknowledging this shit is not working, and I'm trying my best to get across that and be authentic but yeah i don't know this tournament has been that's been the biggest letdown not just for you but that's been the biggest letdown for me because it's like you just can't have a discussion about the tournament without bringing yo into the thing and being like what the fuck are they doing with this guy and thank christ they didn't book him strong that's all i'll say is thank christ that he didn't get 
he wasn't in play at the end because I was like, if he, imagine if like they were trying to push him towards the final, like it would have been like, well, no. It, at least Okada, when he was in the worst version of himself, he had balloons. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. He had. He had. He had. He had flair. He had, you got to add a little I mean, flair. Like, they did their best to make Okada lame. Yeah. And he so was. They, he but was you're right, Red. But you hit a key like point. a presentation of Okada having like somewhat of a mental breakdown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was his that was his version. And then the biggest one with the Budokan wouldn't allow balloons and he literally broke down. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> but 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 Yo's being attacked by a demon that gives lobotomies. <laughs> yeah. The lobotomy demon. He's lost yeah. all personality. It's like maybe Sonata sucked it out of him. Maybe that's the story. Like Sonata's found a personality, maybe it was Yo's. Maybe he's taken your thing. I don't know, man, but it is a it is a concern moving forward. And I hope that they figure it out because it's just one of those things that there's so much good to talk about, but that's the biggest. Ugh. We we just need an exorcism. Yeah, Dave, you go. Need to go more. Uh, I mean, can I go with Yo as well? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just said before we should just call it the Yo Award. The Yo Award, yeah. 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 Um, oh, look, more. Uh, that's a difficult one for me because even the ones like from the very beginning that I was like, oh, like Wato needs to show more, Connors needs to show more, but they all fit. So, and I mean, even Titan, like he showed a bit more. And like I was sort of troubled by Hiromu being more, I don't know, like birthday sparkler rather than time bomb <laughs> for a while. But, but, um, but as, a, as it went on, he had some good matches and stuff too. So I, I don't really have a guy that I would – they all kind of like lived up to what I had hoped would happen, even yeah. Wato. Wato Watch turned into a bit of fun. And, um, yeah, I started to like a few of his moves and some of what he's doing. There's, slow there's build like, there. Oh, I asked you to remind me to tell you what I was thinking. Yes. Because we were like, like, what's his place, you know, uh, Wato in the future? He reminds me of like, you know, when, I don't know, when I first started watching a few years back and we were kind of like talking about how Tai Chi was shit and like, what, what, where's he going? Yeah. He's got a bit of a, for, for me, he's got to be like potential Tai Chi <laughs> in the future. So we'll see how that goes. Okay. So L, yeah. so he just needs to add the L he and then stripper pants. So stripper L pants. and stripper pants. Different and... pants. Like the Dax aren't good. I'm not no. a fan of the blue flared Dax. No. And the, and the has hair, anyone ever so, gotten over flared pants? Mate, even Ray Mysterio, like <laughs> he couldn't get that shit over. So. Yeah, even Okada couldn't get that shit over. Nah, well he got it over with me. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, he uh, gets everything over with you. Let's be real. Yeah, that's true. If Okada was wearing Wato's Dax, you'd be you'd be out here like, look, he pulls it off. Yeah. yeah, so I can't really give you a name for that, but yeah, uh, all all the boys that I had. Hoped. You were very lucky, I'd say, Dave, weren't you? Like ultimately guys that i that you you know like an ace austin like he just didn't not that we didn't expect anyway i didn't know what to expect from him and and yeah. to see where he's gotten to and and even a guy like clark connors that was sort of the big thing i really like about these tournaments i think it really you know it reminds us what the benefit of these things are is like look you were saying like he needs to incorporate this this and this and like i just think i just think to see it and then on reflection he started to incorporate all of those things and develop those skills to the point of like, yeah, he became a, a fully well-rounded guy by the end of yeah. it. Like, I think you can see what he's going to be. It might yeah, not be match, the, you know, that match with El Drinky, I thought was like a great turning point for him. I think he'd won a couple before it, but yeah, that was a well-paced match. Like, and I, you know, I was saying like the value of a guy like El Drinky is uh, 
is that for young guys, he's the t- he's the type of dude that they need to wrestle a lot with. Yeah, because he's just so good with pacing and that sort of thing. Like you know, there's he's an experienced guy for a reason, and they got him on the roster for a reason. And when you think of it, man, Clark Connors' first couple of matches were Show Yo and Taguchi. Yeah. So, wasn't yeah. exactly a good position to get himself I think started. Ace Austin was his first one, though. Yeah, other than other than Ace, and that was his. That was good though. I thought that was a good match, and then he sort of went downhill a bit. Yeah, and then he was like, "Oh, now he's coming up." And yeah, he. I think there's potential there, and that, that's good. You've you've picked that's well, Dave, pick. and your team did well. Like that's what's amazing about Red's team is like he had two guys that were fascinatingly frustrating, and yet his team somehow won. It was like you had the top. Your top end talent was solid, Red. Thank yeah. God for Robbie and Despy. <laughs> well, he did go out into an almost unbeatable lead in the first. Week, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you did. You did set a pace for it, and then I, I saw the look on your face when I said there was two points in it. You went from like just <laughs> we're doing these, like doing the dances, the thing, to just immediate clenching of the butt. It was like that's, that's, that's why I said don't announce who won it until we're on the show. Yeah. Yeah, you, the reaction Red gave was like, it just got real for Red. It got really real. <laughs> it was like, I have not enjoyed Yo for this fucking long to lose this tournament. I was going to buy some of his merch if I lost. You have to buy some Francisco Akira merch now just to say thank you, I think, Red. Yeah, you owe you owe a, the, the, the Francisco. I, I am not, no, I am not buying any of merch. You reckon you, get, you, could, you could look like Francesco no, no, if you I'm tried, sorry. Red. Yeah, I, I don't like that ranger. I'm, I'm allowed to like. So I'm not. I'm allowed not to like some rangers. Okay. Okay. And, it's and very defensive about Francesca this is one of them. Okay. Well, uh, I guess I'll finish with my most disappointing. And I have a. Unlike Dave, I have a a, a a selection of people that I was a bit disappointed with. No, not really. I had I had guys that didn't win a lot, but they were good to watch and performed well. Um, but my most disappointing was uh, the guy that I uh, I drafted. I think I drafted him first was Wheeler Utah. I just I was very disappointed with the output, in particular the character progression. As I said, I'm not a big moves guy. I'm not always about that stuff. But I was disappointed with like, yeah, like we just didn't see. He just didn't bring what we've seen on on. AW across and he didn't bring what he'd done on the independence across he sort of brought this like confused middle ground where he mm. hadn't quite figured out how to be where he wanted to be the sympathetic baby face or the ass kicker and he the only match was against ELP where he sort of brought that fire and it, and it cost him like he was too aggressive and it cost him but in most cases it was like I guess the story was I'm here to learn and I'm going to learn from these guys and maybe he wasn't in the best block for that because he's in the block for a lot of stars and top guys that, as opposed to being in the block of a Kenamaru or something like that, where he could, yeah, you know, like, but yeah. it, it just felt like he just felt he just felt a bit bereft of character progression. Where do you take like that's it's an interesting question too. Like, is like where do you take that character? Like, what do you, I mean? What is that character? What's the starting point? Where is it getting to? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, where? Where, what is what is the character and where is he now that he wasn't when he started? Yeah. And yeah. that's the big thing where I, I was thinking, like, we just talked about Clark Connors. Where Clark Connors was week one to where Clark Connors is now, you see clear progression in ring and character and confidence. And you've seen guys demonstrate their – like Alex Zane or Ace Austin, where they were to where they are. Yeah, like yeah. Alex Zane has transformed himself through this tournament. And I just wonder what the assignment was for Willie Utah, what was the intent? Like, what was the goal of this tour? 
he, he never looked fully comfortable. I always yeah. thought that he was second guessing himself in a, in pretty much all of his matches. He always had these these moments where I made a note of <clears throat> he really thought about that. Mm. Like he really second guessed himself, and it's only a split second. But it, yeah, I just he just didn't look super comfortable to me at all. Yeah, and that's and that's interesting because like even we go back, and it's not to say that it can't be done. Like you can go back to a couple of years ago when Robbie's first tour, like Robbie's first best superiors there were moments where he looked a bit like he was a bit like unsure a bit of himself confidence. yeah yeah and it takes time i get it but I'm, i would have just i thought man you've been on tv you've been given a push you're, you're with some top guys i was surprised by one his sort of lack of of development but also like you know he wasn't engaging on twitter as much he wasn't doing he wasn't doing the stuff that you would think you'd get yourself over and i was mm. like that's an interesting position it's like it just felt like you're not quite ready to handle that role as that in that position you're not ready to be on your own and to be able to carry a match and be able to carry a story and be able to have a story throughout a tour and i was really surprised by that i thought you know what is it you know at the beginning of the stuff we were having those there were hot takes about clark connor's being a poor reflection of um of shibata and the oh, la yeah. dojo and everyone's like oh look at where he's at it's not really preparing for this stuff it's not really good development and as time goes on it's like no no his match against hiromu it's like Shibata sitting there, it's like, no, this this guy can have really solid matches and and can tell really compelling stories, you know. Um, but what does it say after the tournament with Willie Utah? It's like, well, what is happening at AEW? Are they preparing these guys for these type of situations? And also, like, where was there was no real sign of any of that fire that he had in those matches, even against like Moxley and yeah, and before before he got kind of like brought into the Blackpool combat club. Yeah. Like, you know, that was part of his charm was it like he would get real fiery and then like, you know, get kicked down and still get up. Like there was, there was none of that. There was just an array of moves, but no real confidence. It's like he came to grapple. Like he came to, he came to grapple. He came to be like, I want to be like a ZSJ type character. And I, as opposed to, no, take some take some hits, get back up, and pluck like be a plucky underdog and get your way out or, or develop something. You just never saw it, and it was really odd. I don't know if it was he was told like, I just don't know. I just don't know, and it was a real, you know, it's just disappointing. I was disappointed by it, um, but it, perhaps it's a lesson learnt, you know, in terms of how these crossovers are going to go and how certain guys might get booked and how their characters might move, and maybe some guys are. And you know, maybe these independent guys or these guys that have been toiling away where they haven't been seen have been really this, this meant a lot to them. And mm. maybe I just don't know if he showed it at that level, you know? Yeah. Maybe he and, prefers the AEW. Maybe he does. Maybe he does. Whereas and, the other guys are like, they, I mean, you could definitely tell that Austin and Zane and that they really want to be there. They really want to be in Japan doing those yeah. shows. It just didn't, yeah. And that connection comes through and it builds yeah. with the audience and they don't, they, they want to see him. So it, it, it was his first time, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think that's the thing where he will, you know, I hope he comes back. I would like to see really you to come back next year and just yeah. see if he improves. What, yeah, exactly. Like you got a year now, you've been there once, go and do your thing, come back and win. See, yeah. And he finished yeah, like, a winning like, record, you know, like he was, they booked him strong enough. He, he won as many matches as, as I think Ace Austin ended up winning. So like, yeah. but it, the difference between Ace Austin and Willie Utah, like you compare the pair, 
You can yeah. pair those two and where they've got to and where they are. If you said one of these guys is on major television, one is on uh, Impact, and you just and no one had any idea of which the two it was, I'm telling you, people would say that Ace Austin kid, oh, he's the star from mainstream TV. That guy, that guy gets it, and that's a that's interesting. It's just surprising. That's all it is. And I, I'm not that I'm, I'm I still love Wheeler Yuta. I still know that's possible, but it just felt like he just was a little lost and. It's a shame. I'm disappointed by it, but I hope, as Red said, let's hope that he comes back in a different spot. Maybe he comes back through G1. If Danielson's in G1, that he comes back as his second and he can do a tour with Danielson and maybe that'll improve his confidence. Well, I guess it's really just time to spin the wheeler and see what happens in the future. <laughs> Brilliant, Red. The wheel of, the wheel of, in the, in the future. You could have, you could have just combined the puns. I was going uh, to, but I didn't want to. That's fine. That's fine. So anyway, uh, we know what's happening now. We don't have to worry about projecting what story is going to want to see for because the, the tournament is reaches crescendo. It is the final uh, predictions for the final. What are we, what are we thinking? Hiromu versus Despi. Uh, is it a uh, lay down as a Despi gets his flowers. Despi gets his flowers. Yeah. I think uh, Ace Austin tries to get his win back against Taguchi in a cutting and button match. <laughs> Oh, um no, I think uh Despi Despi wins. Yeah. I think I think that's the that's the story it's been told for two years. Even I mean, I've been following for those those two years and it feels like I, I literally could cry. I'm not even joking. Like if there's a cheering crowd, I don't know emotionally if I'm prepared for it. So like the opportunity to see that in the Budokan, to see Despi, who's become my favorite guy, he's become my favorite wrestler. I love El Desperado. Yeah. And I just the opportunity to see him. I hope he takes his mask off again in the Budokan and shows his tremendous cheekbones. And and he like, oh dude, seriously, the most handsome man. I'm, I'm just envious. Peach emoji cheekbones or oh oh get them out, son. <laughs> Let's not get, go there. Get them out. Robbie O face, Despy, cheekbones, and we get to see him in all his glory. Finally gets <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take it all off. Just take it all off. Just just do it. Because we, we just want to see it. I want to see it. Tell me you don't want to see that. Desperado wins his match, takes off his mask, then starts unbuttoning his pants. Fucking Sexperado. That's what I want to see. Hey, just get go. him out there. Let him do it. And, well, we now uh, know why he's wanted. <laughs> he is, he's a wanted man. Yes. yes. What did he do in Mexico? Somebody yeah, find out. Uh, it's, but it is. It's, it's a great opportunity. It's going to be tremendous. I'm, I think the tournament... Overall, what do we what do we feel of the tournament? We feel like it it was it delivered success. it success. The yes. the main objective was to get back into wrestling. That was the yep. main objective, and one hundred percent back into wrestling. And it's it's funny too because not just back into wrestling, but after watching Double or Nothing, really really shows just New Japan's actual work rate and the stories they tell inside the match. Mm. Whereas with an American style, it's more stories that then then the match precedes it. Yeah. So that's that that's always been my favorite thing about New Japan. Uh and yeah, so once again I, I was I, I was red. I was so glad when you sent me that message. It was like my little my little New Japan heart just smiled when you said, I don't think because we, we did watch to be fair, we watched Robbie Desperado and then we were like double or nothing. Yeah. And I was like, you're like, I don't think this is as good. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't think so either, Red. I don't think people like listeners who are listening right now. I don't think people are aware just how out of wrestling I was. No, you were gone. I was gone. You're talking about Drew McIntyre for a bit. We were worried. Josh and I were worried that we weren't going to get you back there for a while. Oh, no. 
we had to we had to come up with a draft to get you back. We, we, and look what you did, Red. Not only did you come back, you came back out. This is like if MJ came back out of retirement and the Wizards won the championship, Red. You have done it. You have done it. Yeah, Congratulations, well done, yeah. Red. Well, I'm so I'm so pleased that you're back. The fans are pleased that you're back. It's clear that the listeners they demand Red to be here with his amazing. Uh, the the spiciest of takes the show takes uh just they're just, show they're just the showstopper you literally you're the show derailer and you bring show in the demon himself uh <laughs> but you're right man you're right it yeah. i i agree if you read it felt like it felt like a first step i don't think we're all the way back but it feels like it's a step in the right direction as the questions have le- alluded to like People are excited about Dominion. People are excited about Forbidden Door. People are excited about the G1 because of what the best of Super Juniors has proposed as possible. Like, what is possible? These, like, an Ace Austin can come in and be book strong. Like, that. Like, this is a new world we're living in. All it says to me too is like, you know, I, I mean, I didn't get any wrestling fatigue watching the best of Super Juniors. Yeah. It's such an easy watch, and you know, New Japan. That that's what sets it far and apart for me above all other wrestling is is just what happens in match Mm. um and uh yeah i'm i'm happy to be back we're all happy to be back and i can't wait to see what they do with yo (laughs) yeah red (laughs) this this will be the story of the podcast red like it's going to be the narrative we follow through the entire thing i don't know for however long we go it's all about yo and it's like it's when that happens, when that day happens, if Yo somehow becomes good, we're getting on a plane. Like, if it's like we're yeah. going to see that main, like when Yo main events to Tokyo, though, like here we come. All you got to do, I got the solution. All you got to oh. do is pair him up with Jay. And Jay oh, yeah. Bring the boys back. Get them on the bike. Bring the boys back together. Get them on the bike again, boys. I will tweet that photo out. Get them on the bike. Hey, yo, I've always told you, if you come with me and breathe with the switchblade, it's your error too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the the bike is back. The boys are on the bike. The farmer and yo. Uh, Farmer wants a yo. Uh, It will be... (laughs) It's going to be great. Uh, That's the reality TV show. (laughs) Although it would be farmer doesn't want a yo. (laughs) Yeah, farmer avoids a yo. (laughs) Oh my god! Uh, yes, you're probably right. To be to be honest, though, Dave, like not even joking, you're probably right. Like, oh, no, I'm fucking right. When it comes to Jay, I'm right. Yeah, you're always right. It's like you're the catalyst, you know. Uh, so yes, we have bored to glory once more. Thanks to you. <laughs> but um, uh, allow me to go and pick up the Okada pin that I threw off at Wrestle Kingdom. Your back, Red, and put it back. Yeah, above my heart. We well have done, done it. Congratulations. Great, great, great tour, everybody. Great tournament. Thank you for all the listeners that have supported the show. I mean, that's it's been really quite heartening that we've actually got people listening. I'm, I'm stunned, uh, to be honest, that we've come back. And grateful. We have, yeah, we're incredibly grateful. Like, people are wanting to listen to our takes on these things. Like, I'm loving the questions. Keep the questions coming. It's great. Yes. Yeah, they're sick. They're very yeah. thought provoking. And what it is, it's a conversation. Like we all we ever wanted to do was just have a, a chat amongst us three boys about you know the, the three stiff lads, the solid boys, about New Japan Pro Wrestling and try to explain <laughs> Despy <Despy> Dicks. <laughs> so you know what the Despy Dicks? If if Despy on Friday night, we will all be we'll all be <laughs> Despy Dicks. We'll all be Despy Dicks come Friday. Uh, 
I'm I'm so happy that we're we're back. I'm so happy that people are engaging because, as I said, ultimately this is a conversation about pro wrestling, about New Japan pro wrestling, about stories of New Japan pro wrestling, and hopefully you get the sense that we're just we just enjoy this thing we enjoy each other's company and we want to bring more people in and the more questions we get like the curtis and the doctor like oh, you have a segment now boys like just keep asking questions each week curtis curtis and the doctor corner uh, or doctor of curtis in the corner now uh, that sounds incredibly sinister uh in any case we're excited to, to follow it through all the new questions that come in all the new listeners we thank you very much i i will leave this the end to red because that is he opens the show he closes the show he's like He's like, yo, end show. He builds us up. He breaks us down. Thank you for listening to us while you're in your car, on your morning walk, walking your dog, having your breakfast, having your lunch, having your dinner, because that's the beauty of what podcasting is. You can literally download it to any device you want. And if you would like to contact us, how can they do that one, Josh? At We Work Stiff, Red. At We Work Stiff. Mm, and that's what we are. We are. We Work Stiff. Thank you for listening to the first series we had of the Battle of the Super Juniors. I won, just in case anyone forgot. And just as I've always said, just when you thought we were done, it's time for Red to win. Say hi to your mum for me. I can always jump back. I can always jump back. I can always jump back. I can always jump back.